0: Hello beloved, you are welcome to today's episode. God bless you for listening and taking on the spiritual truths and applying them to your life. God bless you for inviting the Holy Spirit to have his way. And right now I just come in agreement with you, Spirit to Spirit, Holy Spirit, let your word go forth in power and let it renew, let it empower and let it refresh Let faith rise up within my brother and my sister as they listen and as they wait on you, God. Renew their strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for continuing to partner with us. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to this podcast and allowing the Word of God define your life. I am honored to be on this journey with you in the Father. And I've seen a lot of people pop up from different areas. And I just want to thank you for being here. I have seen new places like Sentinel, Colorado. I've seen Boise from Idaho pop up. And that is quite new as well. And I just want to acknowledge you. I mean, everyone that has been joining us from different parts of the world, I bless God for His Gift to reach you in all these parts of the world. We have people all over the United States. I can't even begin to go there, but it's thousands and tens of thousands. And we have people from Rwanda and the United Kingdom and Uganda and Nigeria and Germany, France and Spain, Kenya, Canada, South Africa. Oh, Mexico, and I'm calling this in the order of um, number of downloads. We have India, United Arab Emirates, Japan, Belgium, Russia, Mauritius, um, Netherlands, Singapore, Brazil, Switzerland, Bulgaria, Italy, Indonesia, Australia, Ethiopia, Hungary. Botswana, Congo, Ukraine, God bless you in Ukraine, we send you our prayers. Father, we stand in agreement and we continue to ask in the mighty name of Jesus that this war ends now. Portugal, Zambia, South Korea, Thailand, Ireland, Sweden, Greece, Lebanon, Ghana, Tanzania, Austria, Peru, Isle of Man and Colombia. God bless you. God bless your generations. God bless your nations. Please continue to share and be a blessing. Thank you for being such faithful, consistent listeners. Just share this podcast with your loved ones, your friends, anyone you come in contact with. There is a message for them. Share and be a blessing. Thank you so much for doing this. The Spirit of the Lord hover over you, and all that you do, may he imprint within your members his call, his healing, his power, the knowledge of him, enrich you in every way, in Jesus' name. So today, as we go on entering into the Word and praying, I want us to continue with the fast that Jesus went into as the Spirit of God led him in Matthew 4. It says in verse 1, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So that was the first test that came to him from Satan during this fast. And we have done great teachings on that this week. And I encourage you to listen to them. And so today we'll focus on verse 5. The second temptation. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple. See, this concerns me. (laughs) You know, when I read the first time Satan came to Jesus and then began to tell him what to do. The second time he took him, I'm like, how did he take him? You know, these are the things I find when I read the word of God. I want to be in that experience, I want to understand what is going on. I want to be a part of what took place in the spirit because there is no time in the spirit. So I want to be shown these things in in real time. I want them to be my reality. So I sought to understand. You came to Jesus. He passed the first test. And now you're taking him somewhere. Were you guys flying? Were you leading the way and he was following behind you? I mean, for the fact that Jesus was willing to be taken by Satan. That's why I keep telling you that the spirit realm is not like the physical realm. Because we know that if two people who aren't friends, who disagree in views and in actions, I mean, look at world leaders. They will not be caught together. But the things that happen in the spirit are just unfathomable. I'm like, you took Jesus to the holy city, like... This is Satan taking Jesus to the holy city. And there's no limits to how and where Satan will go. You know, how he plans out everything to look very spiritual. Satan is taking Jesus to the holy city. You might think that it should be the other way around, right? I am praying that as you fast, you understand. That not everything that looks holy, not everything that has an appearance of godliness has anything to do with God. Because if Satan wants to get you, he's going to take you to the holy city. He's going to take you to the places that appear holy, that appear godly. And that would be a great place to position you and manipulate you. Your mind will be so taken by it because that is just how humans are programmed. You are so conscious of the theatrics. You're conscious of the painted uh, windows with the angel statues. You're conscious of the cross and things like that in places that have nothing to do with God. And so because you see those visuals and you're taken by the physical appearance of things, you let your guard down and you allow the enemy to deceive you into doing and being who you are not supposed to be. So I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus, your steps will be ordered by the Lord and that you'll be quick to discern and understand that not everything that appears like gold is gold. Not everything that appears as God is God. Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will be so grounded in the word of the Lord. You will be so in tune with the Holy Spirit that you can tear off his disguise. Immediately he parades in front of you in the mighty name of jesus i begin to speak concerning your life if you have been in those places before and have been deceived i come against that veil be removed from you right now in the mighty name of jesus i come against the spirit of deception i come against the veil of evil the disguise of the enemy blinding your mind and your heart to truth i command it to be uprooted from your eyes in the mighty name of jesus and i begin to pray right now that your spiritual eyes will be open to see the love of god the depth the height the width of his love for you that you will be so encased in his love that you can tell a disguise of love from a mile away In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak concerning your life that because you are in tune with today's message and because you're waiting upon the Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you will have a sound mind and you will have clarity of purpose, that you will know when the Spirit of God is leading you and when the Spirit of God is saying, take a seat, my daughter, take a seat, my son. The Lord is doing this in you as I have decreed in Jesus' mighty name. So Satan takes Jesus to a holy city and he says to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is reading. And then he goes on to quote the scriptures. See, Satan knows the scriptures don't be taken by a character and the nature of a person that is clearly ungodly, but then he quotes scriptures. Satan quotes scriptures. You're quoting the word of God to the word of God. The audacity, the audacity. If he can do it to the son of God, who actually is the word, who can't he do it to? Any one of us is prone to this deception. When you fast, you can tell he's quoting scripture that he expects Jesus to fall in line with. But Jesus knew better because he was tempting Jesus to use his power and authority to act independently of God the Father to do things his way. See, just because scriptures are quoted to you to do things does not mean that that is what God wants you to do. I pray over you that the word of God is fresh and living and active within you. That it's not just the text that the religious people use in Jesus' day. And Jesus always came at them because they had the form of godliness, but they also denied the power thereof. So I pray for you today that you will not act independently of God. Because you have the ability to do it. This is what Satan wanted. And remember, he was using the same tactics. If you are the son of God, if you say you are who you are, then do this. I pray that you will not be caught in situations where people say, oh, if you are a Christian, then do this. Because Jesus did this. And then they quote scripture to you. If the Spirit of God doesn't tell you to do something, do not do it. See, Jesus knew better. That's why he left and the Holy Spirit could come and live inside of you. So you are not supposed to be operating outside of the Holy Spirit. Use the Word of God in alignment with the Holy Spirit that is present and active within you. That is why when the Spirit of God is not fueling or dictating how the Word of God is expressed, we have law and religion that puts people in bondage, that brings a lot of condemnation. But when the Spirit of God is behind the revelation of the Word of God, it brings liberty, it brings freedom, it brings joy, peace, it brings love, faith, hope. All the fruits of the Spirit are alive to reveal that word. And this is nothing that Satan can disguise. He can quote the scripture, but he can't reproduce the Holy Spirit and the fruits thereof. So now or later, you'll be able to tell if that thing or that person is actually revealing Holy Spirit. So don't be quick to respond to situations where the Bible is quoted for you or where you're being baited or oh, you're a Christian. Oh, that's not Christian-like. How? Oh, don't do that. Don't even let somebody take you there. So Satan continued in a very uh, progressive way to tell him. First, you say, oh, Turned his bread into stone because you know he's hungry. Then the next thing, you're trying to use God's word in a sense to say, oh, God is going to protect you. Let's see, since you are the prince of heaven, since you are that beloved son, let's see if he's going to let you get hurt. You see how the enemy sows things? Yes, even if God could protect him from hitting his foot against a stone. And have I read that? Let me continue. Let me be sure I've read all of that. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. He shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So prove to me, son of God, prove to me that first you are the son of God, that second the word actually works. And that third, God will actually make sure that you aren't hurt. See, he uses a scripture, Oh, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Of course, you can find that scripture in Psalm 91, 11 to 12. Don't ask me how the enemy knows how to quote these scriptures so well. And yet most of us Christians can't quote them. And I'm not saying this in a condemning way. I am saying this to say that he has an agenda and he knows the way man's mind works. We're always into the religious. We're always into outward appearances of things and not the spirit behind it. So he will quote the scriptures to get to us. You're telling him that God will make sure that he does not dash his foot against a stone. You're subtly putting within him that God will protect him from hurt. When we know that Jesus Christ died the most gruesome death, he was treated worse than any man on earth. He was pierced. He was torn. He was insulted. He was slapped. He was flogged. He was torn apart. He was mocked. He was spat upon. He was pierced. He was put on a cross. He was naked. Every part of his body was bruised, even to his cup. No part of his body was left without a scar. No part of his body was left unhurt. And here you are trying to pamper him. Oh, the prince of heaven, lest you dash your foot against the stone. This is the agenda of Satan. I want to encourage you today, no matter what you're going through, It doesn't mean that God is not for you. It doesn't mean that his scriptures of giving angels charge over you is a lie. It doesn't mean that the words he says are lies if they have not taken place in you. And that is why you fast to believe and to see every word of God come true. And I want you to know that just like there was a purpose for Jesus' life, and so he had to go through a lot of hardship for us. It did not mean that his father hated him. Just like we go through so many afflictions. Scripture says... Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver him from them all. I want to encourage you. If the enemy is coming at you. That if you were a son or a daughter of God. You wouldn't be hurt. I come to you in the name of Jesus to say. It is not about you being hurt. It's about you being victorious out of the hurt. In the mighty name of Jesus. Just like Jesus Christ went through the worst. He became the scum of the earth. And came out victorious. And because he was victorious. We have this victory victory you will go through that trial you will go through that affliction but the lord will deliver you from them all i decree in the mighty name of jesus that you are victorious and that everything that was meant for evil that god is turning it around right now for your good and i encourage you in the name of jesus don't allow the enemy come and make a mockery of god's word to you of god's love to you i pray that the width that the depth And the height of God's love encompass you about. And that nothing, nothing will separate you from his love. I decree to you that your mind is clear. You will speak back the word that is true. Just like Jesus said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see a man and a woman rising up and speaking to that demon and that evil encounter and that circumstance that you will not tempt the Lord, our God. You will not tempt the Lord, my God. You will not tempt the Lord, your God. Understand who is boss and no one, not even me, listens to anything that comes from you. Even if it, it's a word of scripture. Even if it has an appearance of godliness, nothing that comes from Satan is worth my time. I decree that you are standing out in boldness to understand that there is nothing beautiful that Satan can ever present. And there's nothing sensible that he can ever give. I pray concerning your life that as you go forth in this fast and you continue, you will take hold. You will take hold of the truths of the spiritual combats that define your authority and make Satan flee from you because he knows that he's facing one who understands their authority. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you fast, I pray that the Lord will help you. You will walk with pure intentions, not like the enemy that comes deceiving and manipulating. I decree that your actions and your own intentions will be pure. Satan wanted Jesus to act contrary to God's word and quoted scriptures to back it up, to conceal the intent to disobey. You will not be deceived. Many believers don't know this. Sometimes when they are going after a project and God warns them about this project or God tells them not to proceed with it, they'll use scriptures to back it up and give reasons why they should embark on that project. Or they'll say, oh, one time won't hurt. You can always ask for forgiveness. But what if you never come back? What if that one time will create a two time and a three time? And then you're falling into deception. And then you become one of those that quotes the scriptures. Don't give the enemy any right to you because you will easily begin to operate like him. You know those people That we use scripture to support anything they want to do. And it's not of God. So beware of that. Allow the spirit of God who is alive and active today to work in your life. What if the prodigal son never came around? I thank God for second chances. All of us have been given a second chance today. And as you fast, I pray the blessings of this second chance is your reality. I speak of boldness to you, woman of God. I speak of boldness to you, Son of God. Rise up and take your place against this present darkness. As you wait on the Lord, be clear, be alert. Be sensitive to the beautiful ways Holy Spirit leads you, helps you discern situations. Be sensitive to the direction the Lord is taking you, even with his word. Be sensitive. Father, I thank you for the power to overcome Satan. I thank you for the spirit of discernment for this one listening. I thank you for the victory that Jesus Christ has given us to overcome, to discern, and to win in this life. I thank you because my beloved is winning today and I rejoice with them. God bless you. I want to encourage you who has listened today. Go ahead. There's a link on this episode that you can copy and paste. And that link is to the Power with God Conference coming up on the 21st and the 22nd of this month. We started this fast on the 1st of January and it's culminating into this conference where we will see the powerful manifestation of the power of God for his glory. It is our inheritance and we are taking hold of it. It is your inheritance and we urge you to take hold of it register for this conference. We look forward to having you join us. Bring your friends, bring your loved ones. Come and experience the power of God in our day. This is what he's going to do in your life. He's going to deliver you. He's going to heal you. He's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. He's going to do mighty, miraculous things in your life. He's going to fill you up with the knowledge of his word. He's going to build a warrior out of you. God bless you now. And I look forward to seeing you grab your tickets. Have a very blessed day as you wait upon the Lord. I look forward to speaking more with you tomorrow. I love you so much. God loves you so much more. Okay, bye now.